Listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have a special challenge today, and I'm excited to share that with you. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, the Reverend Sean Denzer, Director of Worship and Chaplain for the LCMS International Center. Pastor Denzer, thanks for being our guest today. I'm glad to be here. You have presented us with uh, those of us members of the, the LCMS and, and perhaps even beyond uh, with a, a challenge during these days of social distancing, staying at home orders, quarantine um, with with lots of time on our hands. Um, you present us with a good challenge to make the, the best use of that time, and that is memorizing scripture. Uh, looking forward to talking about this today. In In what ways... Pastor Denzer, has memorizing scripture been helpful to you or to those who have gone before us? Sure. Uh, For me personally, I remember memorizing scripture most in my Lutheran grade school. Uh, I went to Trinity Mount Clemens, Michigan. Then I went to St. Peter Macomb. And uh, at both places, they were doing something that I think already was out of vogue in teaching back then and certainly is out of vogue right now. And that is, we had memory work every week, I think probably every day. And uh, I would go home and have to learn it. And uh, and my parents were good parents, and they made me do it even when I didn't want to. Uh, uh, but that is tremendous. So then later on, uh, I reluctantly, I guess, went into the ministry, went to seminary. And here I've got to pass all these classes. I've got to probably know something about the Bible, right, to be a pastor. And it turns out I did. Uh, it turns out not only did I know the books of the Bible and what and the stories of the Bible from from uh, Lutheran school, uh, even though I didn't think I had really paid much attention to that lately, uh, but I also knew parts of the Bible. I knew things to say, and it wasn't rock and science. It was just the wisdom of my teachers and my parents to say, "We're gonna put these words into you while you're young and absorbing absolutely everything you hear—the good words and the bad words. You know how kids are." Uh, <laughs> And that way, later in life, you won't have to scramble to find things, uh, but but you'll be you'll be ready. You'll have ammunition on the shelf. You'll have all the toilet paper you need without having to panic and buy the whole shelf up. Right? Uh, that's what that's what we're doing when whenever we ask people to to learn the scriptures by heart to to commit them to memory, is to have them at hand on their fingertips on their tongue tip. So they're ready to use it, to say it, to tell others, to tell themselves in hard times uh, so they can do it. My favorite story comes from the Bible, and it's the story of Jonah. And Jonah, as you know, had a bad week and got swallowed by the fish. And uh, I suppose he pulled out his cell phone in the belly of the fish to try and Google, you know, some good (laughs) prayers and, and, you know, look up uh, KFUO and, and tune in. But he couldn't. Now, thanks thanks be to God, we have the internet, and pastors are doing the best they can to make use of these tools. But they won't always have those things at hand. Who knows if the power is going to go out eventually? And then what do we do? We'll look at our phones and and have nothing. Um, well, Jonah, thanks be to God, didn't actually do a, have to do all that. He had a great psalm. You can read it in Jonah chapter two, 
And it's, it's an impressive psalm. You say, wow, that's a, a great thing for him to pray in the midst of the belly of the fish. Except if you look a little closer, you realize all of these are quotes from the psalms. I mean, he did not come up with anything new, his own, I don't think. It's all his memory verses, his childhood bedtime prayers and, and songs that he sang as a kid. Uh, and he was armed. He was ready to comfort himself with God's word and, and to utter prayers uh, and to know what to say in, in difficult times because he had it in his heart. He had it memorized. That's what we're trying to do for our children. That's what we ourselves need. Be because the idea that we could always either look something up is foolish but also the idea that we're going to know where to look or how to look or what to do when, when we get panicked um, is also foolish. We're weak. Um, and how wonderful it is to, to know the words to say already and to have words that aren't, aren't just anybody's words, but are the words of our God, the one whom, to whom we're going to pray, the one in whom we trust, the one who can rescue us. What are some things that help you or or that you know have helped other people commit God's word to memory? Because memorization doesn't come easily to everyone. No, and maybe it does come to me. I think I think it's like a muscle when you exercise it, it does get stronger. And and there are mm -hmm. different periods of life that are better. I'm not a, a schooled in in pedagogy, but I do know that children learn and memorize everything. That's why they love to repeat stuff so much. And as we start to get older, you know, into sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, it's not our number one thing that we do. We're, we're thinking critically or, or, you know, fighting back maybe. Uh, so, so young is good. Young definitely helps. Even if you're, if you're too old, you can still learn some new tricks too. I think one of the easiest ways is music. Uh, uh, to sing them in some way, to have a rhythm to them, even if you're not using a tune, that uh, really helps to get it embedded in your mind. We know this with commercial jingles, how much better to use it for something good, uh, God's word. <laughs> to, to understand what you're saying really helps too, to, to do a little study, to circle the words, to to consider what they mean, how they fit together. Often, especially if it's something like a psalm uh, or, a, or a disjointed passage, if you want to memorize a larger chunk of the Bible, it's helpful to find the story that might be present in it. That's easy if it is a story. If it's a, conne a connected, you know, like a number of verses in a psalm, often you can see the connections between them. That helps you think not just you know, what's the next word, but what's the next phrase? What's the next paragraph? Uh, and that's if you're trying to do larger sections of the scriptures. And, and in terms of the how do I commit it to memory, small chunks, uh, little bits at a time. This is not something you want to cram for two hours before your memory work is due uh, on Wednesday night. What you want to do is uh, read it once uh, in the morning, sing it once at dinner with your family, uh, say it again before you go to bed have these words on your on your person and on your lips and on your mind multiple times just once or twice a little bit here and there and you'll be amazed at how it quickly becomes embedded in you and then you really can meditate on it whenever you would like day and night or use it when you're washing your hands right now as has been a popular thing to do with some bible <laughs> verses and hymn stanzas uh, so tell us about the the challenge uh that, that you recently presented uh with doing these memory verses committing memory committing scripture to memory sure uh at the ic before we had to shut everything down of course because uh, of the disease um we had Psalm 121 come up in the lectionary. I was preaching on it on Wednesday. We were going to sing it each day. And I thought, well, why don't we just learn this by heart? It's short. 
so I gave a little challenge to, to our building, to all the, the workers at Synod and Concordia Plans and Foundation, and, uh, and a lot of people did it. I offered them a cookie. I'd love to do that for everybody in the Synod or the world, but my, my wife can't cook that many cookies. <laughs> and we can't give them away anyway right now. But uh, Psalm 91 is a prayer a lot of people know. Uh, it's one I have committed to memory, actually. It's, it's the traditional bedtime prayer for the church in Compline. And, uh, and it's a beautiful psalm. And it also happens to mention that the Lord's going to shield us from pestilence and, and every attack. So it's, it's perfect for our situation. It belongs to the first week in Lent in particular. Uh, so it was perfect for our little challenge. And I thought, well, why not? Uh, as long as people are stuck at home, why don't they uh, yeah, redeem the time and use it for something good? Going forward, uh, it's something I think uh, our communications team at the Lutheran Church Missouri Senate is going to pick up. And we're going to continue... Uh, to give single memory verses going forward. A whole psalm, maybe that's a little intimidating, especially if you're new to memorizing. Uh, but from here on out, we're going to kind of do one verse at a time for a week. That's much more bite-sized and manageable. And uh, and who knows, we'll bring back larger chunks like more psalms uh, maybe later in the future. What can happen when the whole church starts memorizing Scripture? Hmm, I don't know. Uh, only good things. <laughs> only that was the command, things. right, yeah. to the children of Israel. We don't. Yeah. That is a scary idea. What it would be like if if we all had the scriptures memorized. If if when somebody opened their mouth instead of you know whatever they heard on the news or 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 who knows what kind of language comes out of their mouth. What if it was the word of God? That could change the world. I mean, that could be incredible. It was what the Lord commanded his people, Israel, to do, to keep these words written on their hearts, to have them on their foreheads, on their door frames, talk about them as you walk in the way. Uh, this is the design God wants it. The way Jesus put it in the New Testament is, if you abide in my word, if you remain in it, stay in it, stick with it, you'll be my disciples truly, and you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Uh so that's what we have to look forward to, to be, to be truly free people who, who have God's words uh, that we're swimming in at all times, that we're able to use to bring to all situations, including the ones that we ourselves face, uh, to have the word of God dwell richly in us um, uh, and to lead us into love for our neighbor and, and to make us confident in every situation, including death. Uh, in our Lord Jesus Christ. But, so what could happen? In a sense, I have no idea because it would be uh, amazing. But in, in the other sense, we know exactly what will happen. We'll be, we'll be free Christians. Uh, what an amazing goal that could be. Hmm. So it's, it's about how the word changes us. It's not about getting gold stars. I was kind of hoping for a gold star. <laughs> but uh, oh, Well, no, I could no. try and find some if you'd like. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, I, I'm not. I, I've everyone has different opinions on that, especially if you're working with kids or if you're a pastor, as, as I was for the last eight years, uh, trying to get eighth graders to memorize their catechism for the week. Uh, sometimes a little bribery is is probably all right, I think. Uh, but but know that the candy is not the goal, and or the star. The real goal is, in fact, the words themselves. Uh, and, and the things that we, the, the things that we know best and memorize best and love best are usually things nobody had to tell us to memorize. We didn't take a lot of work to do, but they're things like, you know, the service. Everyone could sing, Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy to me. They could probably sing the Te Deum or, or uh, mm -hmm. part of Psalm 95 from the Venite and Matins, or they certainly could sing parts of the liturgy. Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us, grant us peace. You just memorize parts of the scriptures. 
using that. And you probably know a tune or two for them. And, uh, and those are the things that I want everybody to have uh, in, in the difficult parts of their life, uh, at the end of their life in particular, so that they can not only live with uh, the words of Christ on their, on their lips, but how about to die with them? Wouldn't that be an amazing goal? I've seen it happen, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd love to have the whole church do that too. The Reverend Sean Denzer, LCMS Director of Worship and International Center Chaplain. Uh, before we go, where can we find out more about the uh, Scripture Memory Challenge? I almost forgot that. I believe it's lcms.org slash memoryverse. We'll get you there. All right. Very good. Pastor Denzer, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. My pleasure. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. 